Diddly dum dum, British Strongman podcast. So, the last two episodes we have covered the axle in depth, the squat a little bit more in depth last week. We've had some good feedback from or the last week that we did. Um, so the progression is going to be we'll talk about how to build a killer grip specific for improving uh, the time on a 30 second farmer's hold. Um, because obviously they, they, we, we both coach people who are doing the who are doing the English qualifiers. People listening to this will do the the England strongest man qualifier. And I am a massive fan of everybody who, in my opinion, everybody who pays the official strongman subscription should be just putting an entry in. It, it doesn't matter what weight weight you are, what class you compete in, whether you're novice, sinters, whatever. Just fucking throw your name into the hat and like you've got a free competition that you pay no extra money for where you get to pit yourself. Uh, you get a stake in the ground against some some really top guys. Like, do, does it matter that... Go on. So much to train for. Yeah, exa- exactly. Like, and and just ha- having that thing where, where you need to do that thing in your programme where you're like, right, I'm going to fucking... I'm going to really push that this week or this training block or whatever. Um, and they're, they're all things that are going to, when you phase them out, like if you do a, do this phase of like farmer's hold, squatting an axle, when you phase, you get better at them in, in this training block, you phase them out, your log's going to feel good from the axle work, you, from improving your cleans, you're going to feel explosive, yeah, from go, going over to farmers and fr- fr- frame carries in later in the year or whatever, are going to feel better from improving your grip. Um, so yeah, so I, I think get, if you if you're paying a subscription on official strongman, like like do it and get you get your, your name above. Uh, it's just it's just great for everybody because you get your you get your stake in the ground um, of like in 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 like a comp condition kind of motivation wise to to push it. Um, it's great for those people who are maybe a little bit you're you're not you're not quite confident enough to compete or whatever you're not you're not quite confident enough to do your first comp yet or your next comp, like so why don't you do a competition format in your own gym or the with you, with your mates at your place or you don't want to travel for a comp or whatever, um just just do it at your local gym and uh, and have a bit of fun with it and uh, get get a stake in the ground as I say. Like, I, I'm going to put, I, I'm, I'm having a bit of fun uh, doing it. I've put squatting for like, back squatting for the last four weeks or whatever. And it's been, you know what? It's been fucking good fun. You've been doing raw squats. Yeah, I've been doing my raw squats. Two, <laughs> two suits, three sets of briefs. <laughs> um, two pairs of knee sleeves with a uh, 10 metre wrap on top. 10 metre wrap. <laughs> <laughs> Look like a fucking mummy. And I'm walking it out, <laughs> uh, but but yeah, it's good. It's good fun, and sh- surely, like I'm working at a level on that, putting it in once a week that I'm recovering well from, and everything else is going up. So it's not going to harm me, is it? If like getting getting a bit more skillful with the the wraps and the suit, and doing a bit of squatting and stuff. Um, yes, you so, are. Say again. If, if people are already signed up to it, just get an entry in. Have a little bit of a training block. Only needs to be three or four weeks long. Don't need to be crazy. You know, I'm popping them train. And yeah. like, the farmer's hold, especially. 
it's so easy to set up. It takes two minutes to do, and you'll have so much carry over to your uh, well, any grip event really uh, coming out of it when you phase it out, like you say. So yeah, get it fucking done. Yeah, that's it, and um, and also another thing of it, a little bugbear that ooh, but I saw. I think it was on like official strongman Instagram or something, and someone was saying like. The same old thing. As soon as there's something that's pretty good, like people say, "Oh, what? Why? Why is it not like this? Or why is it not or, like people saying, oh, what? Why? Oh, is that? Why is there not weight classes or whatever? Like this isn't this is an open comp. This is for everybody. Yeah, and it's just obviously the the best people. It doesn't matter what fucking weight you are. If you're strong enough, you'll get, get through. Like you know, yeah, ex- ex- exactly. Like. Instead of just oh yeah, yeah well we should have an under eighties class under nineties class under one hundred fives or whatever like there's plenty of stuff going on where you can trade like compete in that lane. Why don't you just for, for, this is an open level comp. This isn't open in terms of open weight class like you have to be over a certain weight to do it. It's just if you're fucking strong enough. So and to do do it in the format that they've laid out, everybody is strong enough to go and do it. So. Yeah, I've got a I've got an open comp on the weekend as well. I'm under ninety, out of Josh. Walk around it. Nope. <laughs> Walk around at ninety kilo. Bang on. Yeah, that, savage. Brilliant, mate. Well, well, I, I'm I'm hoping to do. Um, as I was going to say between me and you then, but then I realised we're a fucking podcast that we publish. But but I'm going to um, be me, you and twins, then our two listeners. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I'm hoping to do. I'm going to decide this week. I'm going to do the uh, Scotland's strongest man qualifier as a Scotland's strong. Yeah. Can you do that? Well, I've, I've asked if I can do it as a guest, as a guest, oh. and um, go, go and do it as a as a guest, like open open weight class. What is it like? What I think it's one thirty five barbell for reps. 300 deadlift suited suit, su- suited on a deadlift bar. So that'd be a good goal to get back to that. But even yeah, if it, yeah. but even if I sit sit that out, I'm I'm not bothered. I think it's 370 yoke into chain drag. So 370 yoke will be confident with. Um stone run 120 to 180. So it'd be good to maul myself with that. And then to be honest. There you go. They're pretty good events for you, actually, to be honest. Yeah, and, the, and what, what was the other one? What was the other one? Barbell. Oh, and then like a Sam, like a Sam Mag medley, 100 to 140. So like, for someone like me, if I, if I can go and like say, I should be able to do four events out of the five, but, you know, like it'd be amazing if I could get my, get, get deadlift back up to 300 or whatever, pull a single at that and you know, compete, just, I suppose, like, as an opportunity to compete against some fucking really good guys, you know what I mean? It doesn't matter that I'll, there's, there's a high chance that I'll probably finish last, but no. there's so much experience that can be gained from, from stuff like that, um, in my opinion. Um, but going back to the England online qualifier, like, look like every, everybody can do that. Um, but anyway, so... Call me out if it comes round and uh, and I fucking 
I haven't got, I haven't entered it or whatever. Anybody welcome to. Um, yeah, so let, let's talk about let's talk about farmers' holds and let's give some value instead of talking about our fucking selves. So let's go for let's go for three three top tips on these far, farmers' holds or developing your grip. And let's go like a bit outside the box. I've got one that's outside the box actually. Let's go go with you, Shane. I'm putting you on the spot because I've come up with a topic, mate. So, well, I've been. Uh... I've been changing the way I train grip all the time for years. And by, by train, I mean not me, because I don't really do it myself. I have started, though, but with clients, I mean. And the one thing that I have decided on that is just... And, and I've spoke to a lot of grip guys about this as well. I, I feel like this is pretty much fact for, for most people. I mean, there's obviously going to be that outlier, but frequency is king with grip. So I don't think you need to do a shit ton of volume. I don't think you need to do a shit ton of work. But if you've got bad grip, you should be doing something every single training session to improve it. And if you had a short period of time to put a farmer's hold in, like a good score, you want to be doing something every single training session. Um, so simple things, simple additions that you can just do and be consistent with and aren't going to affect anything. Like passive hangs are the most simple, easy thing to add in. You could do some a couple of sets of passive hangs one day. Um, you could do lighter farmer's hold for um, you know extended periods of time on one day and then you could do heavier farmer's hold from a high pickup so you're not fatiguing your back uh, for a low amount of time another day. And then maybe you could just throw some double overhand axle deadlifts in with a hold or, or, or double overhand deadlifts in with a hold on your deadlift day or something. But adding a little tiny bit each day, instead of having like a grip day where you go and do everything on one day, um, I, I find that your grip fatigues pretty quick. So you can't perform, you know, if you do five exercises in a row, you're not going to do too well after a little while because your, your grip's going to fatigue and you're going to need to take quite a long rest time, which is why I find doing a little bit every single day um, is better than lumping it all together. So I would just say point number one, I would say is go with, go with frequency over a shit ton of volume on your grip because you must, obviously you've got to remember like your, your wrist extensions and flexors and stuff. They're quite small little intricate muscles. You know what I mean? They don't need, a lot of stimulus to get an ad adaptation. And if you just keep hammering them, you're probably going to end up with some kind of like tendonitis issue um, in, in your forearm slash bicep if you just do too much. So let's say a little tiny bit, frequency, and, and stay away from the crazy volume. So, yeah, I'll, I'll add to that. So still sticking on the same point, like... <clears throat> Like I'm a massive fan of, of frequency, regardless of, of exercise anyway. Like I, I'm a massive fan of like rotating intensity. So you can fucking, you can uh, train whatever event multiple times a week. But obviously a limiting factor is that really it's not practical for a lot of people to like say to train, say you're doing farmers or whatever, to train like farmers walk or yoke three times a week light medium heavy because you don't you don't have the access to it or whatever um whereas 
in reality, with 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 the grip, it, it it's actually really convenient to set up, and it's one of those exercises that is like kind of small muscle groups, and um, like you're not going to need you're not going to need like a massive global warm up and warm warm up load to joint. It's not like warming up for say a squat if you have to like say say you have to manage your knees and stuff like that and you manage to, your hips and you manage your back or whatever you, you're just gonna have to do loads of warm it might take you a while to warm up to your top set on squat for instance whereas so if you're doing this like three to four times a week obviously that's going to come at a cost in terms of your, your whole training time whereas with the with, with the grip stuff like i think we can put i think you can put stuff in like shane says using good examples there think about how you can you can tick off this kind of frequency box that Shane suggested, but without like really changing your training program much. So like Shane said on the deadlift day, like I'll often put people in like double overhand warmups and stuff with a, with a, as the warmup sets with a, with a hold on the last set of the double overhand, um, just, just go, go in like pushing, pushing the grip a little bit and they're getting a little stimulus there. It might be, say after squat day for instance after your squat session or leg session or heavy yoke session like going to do some passive hangs for the sake of getting some spinal decompression or traction or whatever and you can do that with like like hanging like it, it, like get i've got quite a few people who've re really improved the grip at the minute um and they've they've done like a bit of a progression on the on the passive hangs. The passive hangs got re really easy in terms of duration that they're doing it. So they're like adding a, adding weight via a dipping belt. And, um, really and easy, it's, it? it's cr cr crazy like the, and, and also as well, it keeps it interesting. Yeah. And say again. Just say on the double overhand dead, it's important to note that when we're saying like warm up with double overhand dead, I don't mean like just do some sync. Let's like say you had, Say you were doing 200 kilo for five by five in straps. Yeah. I don't do a few singles on the way up double overhand. I might actually program someone 125 by five before they go up. Yeah. Adds benefit to the session because it gets everything warmed up properly. Because oftentimes people rush top sets. Yeah. And they third my third set felt better than my first set. And it's like, well, you probably you probably didn't do enough work on the way up. Um so it's it's adding volume, building skill, as well as um, training your grip. And then when you go to your top sets, they usually feel better because you can iron out any positional uh, issues at the uh, double overhand work. So so yeah, don't just mean like do a few singles on the way up and hold them. I mean like actually program double overhand deadlift, stupidly light, obviously, and then just linearly progress it. And you'd be surprised you can go really won't you you know you can yeah what about point number two then josh what would you give for point number two um again again for me specificity is important like again with it with anything um but but talking about grip i see people for, for example i see people who are like say right i've got a, i've got a comp with like say farmers holding or frame holding six weeks time my grip i really need to improve my grip it's not as good as my other events and then for the volume stuff they do they're doing like a lot of work with like say they might be doing like uh pinch grip or they might be doing like double overhand axle and stuff like that 
Um, like I, I, I'm, I'm a massive believer that wish you should, like it, the, the very, very different. Like, um, for example, someone, someone like me is like I've got, I'd say, for the level I compete, I've got a decent grip with like farmers hold, frame hold, Hercules or whatever with non-rotating handles. But go to like a, a double overhand axle. I'm not very good. Um, and I just basically feel that if I did a phase of improving the double overhand like axle and, and really force some progression on that, like I'm not convinced that there'd be major carryover to at, at the expense of doing like say the the farmers walk farmers holds and stuff like that with the specific implements, like the thinner diameter holds, I mean. Um I'm not convinced that the carryover would be would be that great. Um so Basically, I, I, I'm saying that I, f- I think you should um, like find out what 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 the kind of thickness that you need to be for your for your comp, um, and then work pretty much around that. Like uh, try and get some handles that are within ten. Do the majority of your work within ten percent of that kind of diameter because your technique and uh, where it sits and stuff in your hands will be will be different to. I mean, you, you'd, be, you'd be working subtle, different muscle groups. Like, I'm not a grip um, kind of, uh, I'm not a grip guy. I'm not, I don't profess to be, but I know what works for me and for people that I coach that I've got good at. Like, what well, the grip that comes up in Strongman is mostly going to be around that kind of narrow diameter grip isn't it like on a farmer's hold frame hold or whatever and you might get the odd thing that you have to uh, take a different approach to like say if it's rotating handles on a hercules or something like that or say you come to like a thick grip hole like a, a double uh, like a, a double overhand axle i think it'll be slightly different approach to the 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 farmer's stuff um but basically hammer hammer your grip with the um with stuff similar to that. So, so like, like you've said, like I, I find the, that say if you're doing training for a general farmer's hold or frame hold, like doing the passive hangs on a like kind of standard, like pull up bar or whatever, are generally really good because they're going to be, it's basically going to be the similar hand tech hand position technique. Does that make sense? Shane? Yeah. 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 Um, but obviously you get in there. I think that that that's a like a lovely, simple little program for people who just want to apply is, is like go, go heavy on like say your farmers holds and your frame hold, and then do do the do the do some work on the on the um on the hangs, and you're gonna get that kind of you're gonna be able to go heavy and get that compressive force in your spine and then get that get that traction um that's going to going to work really nicely together. Um, Hang is uh, just fucking a class addition, to be honest with you. Because you, yeah. you could do it before your overhead day to open up your position, but as a grip benefit at the start. So again, that, that's like a simple way of adding frequency is like, well, how yeah. can I... like it, I like it. Overhead day, we'll do a passive hang. And maybe if you're doing a log, do it neutral grip, passive hang. Then you've just trained your grip, but you've primed yourself for your log next, and, and then yeah, yeah. In fact, try this next time you do your overhead session, especially guys who struggle with the 
say you're really strong from the rack to overhead, but then you you struggle to hold it overhead or say sometimes you'll force your overhead position, you'll hold it overhead and then you might get a bit of lower back pain because you're arching to get that kind of position. Try, try that uh, before your next overhead session, what Shane said. Uh, if, you're doing, um, if you're doing log, go neutral grip, passive hang, and then try and get your, to, to help you get the, the right uh, kind of um, torso position. Just bring bring your knees up towards your towards your chest a little bit, just to make sure that you're keeping your ribs down, and then um, and really focus on like tr trying to open up at the upper spine and open up that shoulder position, and um, and let us know how your overhead position feels feels after doing that, whether it feels any better, and you're getting that grip stimulation. Um, so basically, just do, just doing say on your deadlift day. You do, you're adding your double overhands, really submaximal five by five that Shane said. And then your overhead day, you add in your, uh, these passive hangs to open up your, the, the overhead position before you, your overhead. And then on your moving days, you're doing like, uh, say on your events day or whatever, you're doing farmers anyway. Like it, you've got a, you've got a really solid three times a week program there that, um, third, yeah. third, go on. All done, it just slots in nicely, like it doesn't interfere with anything. It's just, yeah, yeah. That, that, that's that's the key. And 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 if you and if you're somebody listening who feels like, oh, you well, I'm not going to do, I'm not going to do this because this isn't relevant to me because I'm not doing the English qualifier or whatever. Like, this is what I'll generally do with people all year round, or in their off season program, or when they're not peaking for a comp. Like, I'll put gripping every week but I haven't met well there's not many people that have coached that turn around to me and say oh fucking love grip I can't wait to uh, I can't wait to peak my grip and go for this or whatever like people seem to be more interested on the on the on different lifts to be honest so I find it's really important to as a coach Parker, but Sam Parker loves it doesn't he <laughs> but if you like we we as a coach, I think me, like me and Shane want to put it in there when if people don't have a specific comp to train for, we almost want to sneak it into the program without them thinking that they're doing it because and just basically just 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 build it up a little bit without it being like a fuck's sake, I've got a training grip today or whatever. Like I'd rather be doing this. Just just sneak it into your program somewhere and just just get just like like Shane says, like. What, what do you say? Like five by five at 120 or something. And then next week, do five by five at 125. Week after, just a simple linear progression. And you, you're going to feel the progress, but it's going to feel easy. I, I'll put that, if when I because I do that myself, I'll put that on first for my yeah. first set. So I won't even do 70, to be honest, because I know I'm going to be doing a couple of sets at 120 or whatever. Yeah. So I'll, I'll overrand it. First set feels a little heavy on my hips and whatnot because I've just come in and done it and then by the time I do my fifth set everything's feeling real good but I, so I've warmed up but I've also done my grip um, instead of doing like 70 120 140 in straps or whatever um, you know I've just basically done it all double over and then I can go up a bit quicker you know in my straps to my top sets so yeah yeah other 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 tip as well 
Uh, we'll call it the third tip, final tip for today. Um, I'm a massive fan of doing really high elevated holds. So if you can get your farmers right on a fucking, right on a high block, so the pickup is easy, and it's just basically going to allow you to um, recover whilst accumulating volume at like quite high percentages because it's going to be truly taxing on the grip without frying your back. So if you're just relying, if you're doing all your pickups from the floor with the view of um, really developing your grip, you'll find that very often with some people that, well, with most people, it's actually like, say, if you're, I don't know, say, say you're a three, three, 20 deadlifter or whatever, and you can do 160 farmers pretty, like, pretty comfortably. Like doing say three sets of three sets of twenty second holds at one forty each and picking up from the floor, it's it's gonna it's gonna it is gonna add like take away from your recovery bank account. So if you just elevate those up a little bit and make make it easy for your nervous system to recover from, but but you're still getting to handle handle those heavier weights. Do you, does that make sense, Shane? Fucking hell. Yeah, yeah, I did that uh, last week. I, I tried it for the first time. It felt really good because the thing I'm noticing, obviously, when we got my hand, is I'm finding this weird thing where if I can pick it up and feel it holding, I can almost hold it for like 30 seconds or so. But there's just this threshold where I just can't do it. Um basically like it's, it's not linearly dropping i'm not going 30 seconds 25 20 50 you know what i mean it's going 30 yeah. five um so i wanted to do some heavier holds to get me used to uh you know squeezing at those heavier weights so i uh, ra- raised the farmers up and um yeah the next day i didn't i didn't feel like it had taken away from like my back or anything i just could tell my hands had you know had a good Good session. So I am actually going to be keeping them in uh, myself, to be honest with you. Yeah. Oh, and one final little bonus thing, actually. Like, I, I'm I'm a fan of super maximal hold. So actually going, using, like, say, straps to go heavier than what your grip's capable of. Um, they're not, not necessarily all the time because it's going to be a little bit more taxing. But if you can go, if you can go to, like, 110% of your max and use straps, what you'll do is you'll find an efficient, you'll, you'll probably feel, your, like you'll do the pickup, and then you'll feel, you, you'll often feel like your body moving around for two or three seconds to find like a point where it feels comfortable to, almost, like basically where your joints are stacked on top of each other. Um, and if you get better at that position with the sub, like copying that position with the submaximal weight, <coughs> you're gonna be more efficient. Um, and it's a th- thing that I noticed with um, uh, Tim Dagwish in particular with his his grip. He obviously from doing like say, um, like I, I'm a massive believer that he's built his grip, like built his grip by doing, um, like say a lot of he- heavy straps, deadlifts from different heights, and he's just got he, he can hold whatever at lockout with straps. Strength, funny, but max fingertip strength like that so so like without directly training grip i think it was about a year ago he put he did like two i think it was 200 each hand for 10 seconds like 10 second hold with, without straps um and like without doing like a specific kind of 
peak. That was just like a bit of fun, really. Um, but that's Mental. something something that obviously he's got really good at when he's holding basically a heavier weight than his uh, little skinny frames designed to hold. Like now, but this is another good one. It's only a quick one. This is something that works for me. And not, not so much on your farmer's holds and all that shite, like your main specific stuff. But if you're going for frequency, train it first. That's that's my tip. Train it first. Walking, if, if you shit a grip or you want to improve your thing, train it first. So that's why I like the passive hangs and double overhand dead because you're training first. But if you say to yourself, right, I'm gonna do some I'm gonna do some passive hangs today, I'll do them at the end of the session. Yeah. And then Smoke your deads, you do this, you do that. You're just going to go fucking, well, I know, I just go home. <laughs> or I don't put much effort in. If I yeah. come in, like, I'm never going to skip my deads, am I? I come in, I do my grip because it's my weakness. I don't like doing it, I don't want to do it. So I do it first and then I crack on. Yeah. Um, yeah obviously, farm, farmers' olds and stuff, you're more likely to, it's more of a main lifting. But like, your bullshit accessory grip, do yeah. it first. Because you just you, you won't do it, boy. <laughs> or, or if you do do it, you'll fucking be like, oh, I'm doing my captain's a crush or whatever, I can't be arsed, and you'll fuck off. Yeah. Oh, one last thing to wrap up, hand care. If, you, if you're, like, hammering it and you, you're like, oh, shit, I'm six weeks away from this comp, and so I need to hit it three, four times a week, and you're almost panic training it pretty heavy, and you're like, right, I want to train my grip, my forearms feel good, I want to train again tomorrow but my calluses are fucked, my hands are, are sore. I just can't, it's just hurting too much to, to hold them. So have, have a look at, um, you can get like callus shavers and like keep, keep calluses down, blah, 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 blah. But another simple fix for that is um, rotating implements ever so slightly. So you might, you might find that that's actually... You, you can't hold buddy 30 kilo farmers in your hand because you feel like your callus is going to, is going to tear, but you could go to like a hook grip and it might be completely pain free, or you might put the uh, fat grip handles on and you get a good, you get a training stimulus, uh, or you might put your straps on and do a super maximal thing and, and your, your calluses uh, don't hurt. So, yeah. So that's another little tip. So we're giving about fucking, yeah. Right, see you later. Diddly dum dum, boom.